This is episode 39 of Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. Hello and welcome back, everybody. I am your host and your favorite Kung Fu fanatic, Caleb. I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife, Amber. Hey, guys. And it is, um, it's, uh, almost here. We're one step closer to episode 40. I've been hyping up episode 40 as if something big is coming, and there isn't. There isn't. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's just another, <laughs> just another episode ending in zero. Oh, so, well. Yeah. Anyway, we are going to talk about a movie, whenever we do episode 40, we are going to talk about a movie that I absolutely love, but we'll get there. I'll announce it later. But, um, yeah, today we're here to talk about something different, something very, very special, something very important to me. It's a movie that, um, that has, uh, made the biggest, one of the biggest impressions on me. Whenever I've talked about Kung Fu films that mean a lot to me. Usually the first one is Fist of Fury with Bruce Lee, first one I ever saw, um, or Spiritual Kung Fu with Jackie Chan. But today, we're going to talk about um, a, a Jackie Chan movie. It's been a while since, we, since we've since uh, we revisited Jackie Chan's filmography, and so I figured uh, that it was, uh, it was a good time to discuss my favorite Jackie Chan movie. What is that movie, you may ask? It's not Drunken Master. <laughs> it's Snake in the Eagle's Shadow. <laughs> I'm gonna I might say a lot of stuff about Drunken Master, but I would like to make it clear that I have no problems with that movie. I think Drunken Master is an excellent film, but I prefer Snake in the Eagle's Shadow. <laughs> so there may be moments where you where you hear me kind of trash Drunken Master. I promise it's all in good fun. I don't really have a problem with that movie. <laughs> but um yeah, we're gonna be talking about Snake and the Eagle's Shadow, my favorite Jackie Chan movie. The movie that was The Karate Kid before The Karate Kid was even cool. <laughs> and um, and what's funny is um, I actually never really realized that Snake and the Eagle's Shadow was as similar to The Karate Kid as it is until I watched an interview with Jackie Chan where the interview was on the Drunken Master Blu-ray from Eureka Entertainment. He was talking about both Drunken Master and Snake and Eagle Shadow, because those are the two films that catapulted him into superstardom. And in the person interviewing him, as well as, uh, as, well as Jackie himself, um, they talked about how similar Snake and Eagle Shadow is to The Karate Kid. And I thought, wow, it actually is. I never thought about that. And, uh, and so ever since then, I've just, I, I, I just like to uh, coin Snake and the Eagle's Shadow as the Karate Kid before the Karate Kid was cool. So, so uh, we're going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, we're going to jump right into it. Snake and the Eagle's Shadow was released in 1978, which was a really big year for Jackie Chan. But uh, it was directed by uh, Yuen uh, Wu-Ping, sorry, <laughs> directed by Yuen Wu-Ping. And uh, Yuen also did the fight choreography. And the film stars Jackie Chan, Yuen Su Tian, Huang Zhang Li, Dean Shek, and Roy Horan. And um, uh, typically, before we get to the story and talk about what happens in the film, talk about what uh, what the fight scenes are like and, and the, what the characters are like and stuff like that, we do have to address uh, the process of Snake and the Eagle's Shadow, how it came to be, how we, how we got to or how they got to the point where they were whenever the filming started. Um, in order to do that, we'll have to backtrack a little bit. Uh, so back in October of 2020, uh, 
I did my Halloween episode with uh, with Kid Kong himself, Chris. Uh, we discussed spiritual kung fu, first Jackie Chan film I ever saw. So, in 1978, Jackie Chan had um, filmed, this was in early 1978, Jackie Chan had already filmed Spiritual Kung Fu, which is directed by Lo Wei. Um, but whenever the film was finished, Snake and Eagle Shadow sat on the shelf for several months because Lo Wei's company was running out of money. And so, while they were getting that situation sorted out, Lo Wei basically loaned Jackie Chan to another production company called Seasonal Films. Jackie signed a two-picture deal with them, and the two films that he that he signed for were Drunken, Drunken Master and Snake in the Eagle Shadow. And uh and something that was interesting about Snake in the Eagle Shadow is um I think uh I think whenever whenever the concept when you went Pink first came up with the concept for the film, I wanna say and I don't know if he like if he wanted the film to be a Shaw Brothers film, but he approached Alexander Fusheng to play the main character in this film. Jackie Chan was not originally in the plans, apparently. And this is just a rumor, though. But, uh, yeah, um, allegedly, um, Alexander Fusheng was going to star in this film. But apparently, uh, Run Run Shaw, who was one of the Shaw Brothers, of course, and, uh, and, um, and a producer at Shaw Brothers... Uh, he refused. He didn't want. He didn't want Alexander to do it, which is understandable. If he if if he was if if this whole thing is true, and Alex was under contract with them, you know it would make sense for them to be like, no, we we don't want him. We don't want him to do that. But uh, but then again, I don't know if uh, we don't know if that's true or not. Um, it's on IMDb, which when I was doing my research, I was just reading all the trivia and. And it never said if it was if this was like planned to be a Shaw Brothers film. Just that Alex was rumored to be to be considered as uh, for for starring in the film. But um, but anyway, yeah, that didn't happen. So and so, um, the part ended up going to Jackie Chan. But Jackie Chan and Yuen Ping had a very uh, already had a lot of history with each other. They had worked together before, and um, and so yeah, Jackie got the main part, and then. Uh, for our second lead, um, uh, Yuen Su Tien, that is Yuen Ping's father. He passed away sadly a year after this film came out. But um, but uh, yeah, that is Yuen, That was a Yuen Ping's father, and he plays the role of the master in this film. And many people were considered for that part. They they mulled over many decisions about who they were going to cast as the master, and they just ended up going with Yuen Ping's father, which I thought that was. I, I I thought that was interesting, but I was also thinking, like, whenever I read that, I was thinking, they're probably like, oh, let's just have Dad do it. <laughs> I'll go through all these guys. And Dad's old reliable, and you he, know. <laughs> he just comes to, like, bring you in some, let's say, some lunch or something, and they just see him, and they're like, like hey, you Dad, know what? You wanna... <laughs> You'll do it. You know what? You look like you could play the part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this was... um. This was a uh, Yuen Wu Ping's uh, directorial debut as well. First, first film that he directed. He had already obviously worked for several years doing fight choreography and stuff like that. But this was his first, first like uh, first film where he actually directed and stuff like that. And um, and uh, this film also, um, I said earlier that this this kind of catapulted Jackie into stardom. But this film also was a huge um 
a huge achievement as far as action comedy goes. In the kung fu in, in the kung fu film industry, at this time, action comedy wasn't really a big thing. Uh, the the film that is generally considered to be like the very first kung fu comedy was a film called Spiritual Boxer, which starred Wong Yu. Um. Uh, but I, I actually haven't seen Spiritual Boxer, so I can't say too much about it. I but I would assume maybe it just kind of, it was. It was not under the radar by any means. This was a Shaw Brothers film. So people definitely took notice of Spiritual Boxer, but they probably just maybe didn't think too much of it. I don't know. But, um, and Jackie had already had previous, made a couple of previous attempts to do action comedy with Half a Loaf, Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. Sorry. <laughs> That's a really long title. It's a mouthful. It's easy to read. Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. Yes, Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. <laughs> Who would have thought to name yeah. a movie that? And speaking of eighty-eight films, the uh, the Blu-ray company over in the UK, they're they are releasing a Blu-ray remaster of Half a Loaf of Kung Fu, and I'm super excited. I'm definitely going to get my hands on that. It comes out in, I think May next month. I'll, yeah, I want to say it comes out next month at nice. some point. But I'm looking forward to to that. I'm definitely going to get a Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. I've never seen it, but I've heard. I've heard from many people, my dad included, as well as some people I talked to in my Facebook group that, uh, or it's not my Facebook group, but it's a group that I'm a part of. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, uh, they've all, many people have said that it's not a great movie. Like it, 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 it definitely fell flat. It was not Jackie's strongest outing, but like I said earlier, this was probably, this was Jackie's first attempt at doing action comedy. It was one of the earliest attempts in general. Uh, outside of spiritual boxer, but I I just thought it was kind of interesting how most people are like oh, it's not that good, but I'm gonna check it out anyway. <laughs> so um, uh, so yeah, uh, Jackie had already tried to do action comedy. There was uh, half a loaf of kung fu. There was spiritual kung fu, which is very much a, uh, an action comedy film, even though it's not that funny. It has some funny moments, but it's also just kind of weird. Go back and check out the spiritual kung fu episode that we, that Chris and I did. It was a it, it was a very fun discussion talking about that movie. Um, and side note, if anybody does check out that episode after hearing this one, I'll I want to apologize because we spent almost a little over an hour talking about things that were not kung fu related or not spiritual kung fu related. But that was in my early. Early days. In my early <laughs> days when I was still trying to find my focus and I was still trying to not be so nervous whenever we do the podcast. I, I, I think I'm a lot smoother now whenever we do this. But uh, but yeah, check out the Spirit of the Kung Fu episode if you guys want to hear more about that film and what I think about it. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So Jackie had previous attempts with action comedy. Snake and the Eagle Shadow, though, as well as Drunken Master, which came out shortly after this, um... Both those films were huge achievements and stepping stones in action comedy. They, these two films showed that, hey, we can do action comedy, and it can be good. Like, it can have great fight scenes. It can be really funny. Excuse me. And um, and that's basically what this film is. It's got amazing fight scenes, and it's hilarious. It's it is, very entertaining. It is very funny. And there are, a lot of, there are a lot of Hong Kong action comedy films out there where sometimes the comedy is hit or miss it's not that funny but you know comedy is comedy is subjective you know they're they're the either it's just either the the joke lands or it doesn't and that was the case with a lot of uh 
actually comedy in Hong Kong is that sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not, you know, even though it's trying to be funny. And I, I can name a couple of, of examples, but I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to drift off and not talk about the main film here. But there are movies out there that are just like, like they, they, they add a scene or a whole sequence that's like purely for comedy and I'm just like, okay, you're just kind of, di- you're, you're like diverting from the story just to have this scene just simply because you think it's funny. I'm sure everyone's seen at least one movie like yeah. that in their life. Yeah. But this movie, it doesn't do that. And that's one thing I love about it is it, it it's very funny, but it also doesn't di- like divert from the story. It keeps progressing. All the comedy is in each um each like integral moment. Like right. it, it doesn't it doesn't drift away for like 15 minutes and do this whole ridiculous sequence simply because, you know, they thought it was funny or, you know, or something like that. This this movie, the ball keeps rolling yeah. and there's just there's just a funny moment every like every few minutes, but it doesn't it doesn't just completely stop, you know. It's not like <laughs> it's uh what does Cleveland say in Family Guys? Like I hate shows that cut away from the store for some bull crap. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that <laughs> that's my Cleveland impression right there. But um but uh yeah, that like that that's that's kinda how I feel with certain action comedies. It just cuts away for it just cuts away for just some nonsense in here. Thankfully that does not happen. But um yeah, anyway, enough of that. Let's move on to the good stuff. Let's move on to the story and talk about the characters and all that really cool stuff. Starting off, we have probably one of the most iconic uh, like movie openings of all time, which is the amazing red background sequences. That's what I like to call it because it, it's, it's just a few minutes of Jackie doing snake fist kung fu. And it's, and it's, it's a really awesome uh, sequence. It's it's just him doing forms. It shows the opening credits and all that, and um, and I I've all I've said before that I love stuff like that. I love I love kung fu films that open up with a character just like doing forms for a few minutes. I love stuff like that, and and, and this this sequence it, it would go on to be replicated like in other things. Like most recently, like just just name off something that's that's very recent. Sifu, the video game. I haven't played it yet, but I've watched a lot of gameplay footage, and it has like a red background opening, just like Snake and the Eagle's Shadow does. So yeah, I really love that opening sequence. Um, so after uh, see so after we get through the the red background sequence, um, we are introduced immediately to our main villain Shang Quan, who is played by Huang Zhong Li, the legendary Taekwondo master. <laughs> He's a uh, Huang Zhong Li was also in. Um, he was in Drunken Master, of course. There are a lot of similarities with Snake and Eagle Shadow and Drunken Master. It has many of the same actors, direct both directed by Yuen Wu Ping. And um and uh in in Drunken Master, Huang Zhang Li's character was called Thunderleg, which is a really funny name. <laughs> like I remember the first time I saw Drunken Master and he's talking about how he he he's called Thunderleg, and I was like, Really? <laughs> Thunderleg? That's your name? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. But um but uh, he was also in Tower of Death, aka Game of Death Two, and he's one of the best parts in that movie. As, uh, Game of Death Two is not a not a great movie. It does have good qualities, but um, he was one of the good things about it. He does have some really good fight scenes in a uh, in a uh, Tower of Death. But anyway, yeah. So Huang Zhang Li's character Shang Quan, he is a um, he is a master of Eagle Claw Kung Fu. 
And basically what you need to understand here is that the Eagle Claw guys are the bad guys. The Snake Fist guys are the good guys. So in this opening sequence, Shang Quan, he is hunting down all the Snake Fist masters. And um, he, uh, uh, at the start, he comes across one and they fight and uh, Shang Quan kills him. But uh, he also he also learns that there are or doesn't learn like he he doesn't learn this but he he just kind of addresses it for the audience you know that there are there are two more uh two more snake masters out there uh one of them is this guy named Chao Chi Chi and the other one is uh Pai Chong Tian Pai Chong Tian is uh Yuan Su Tian's character and he is he's the old master and he's kind of the the catalyst for all this so. So yeah, after Shane Kwan kills this uh, the Snake Fist Master, he sets out to find find Pai Chong Tian and finish him off. And then we meet Pai Chong Tian. He is staying at this uh, at an inn or a, a hotel, as well. You know, we would know know them as today. Um, he's staying at an inn. He gets kicked out because he hasn't paid. And um, and it and it it starts with him, um. Which, you know, again, sh showing shades of Karate Kid without, you know, without even realizing it. Um, and I'm not saying, I also want to make this clear, I am not saying Karate Kid was inspired by Snake and Eagle Shadow. It wasn't. It, it's, it's, uh, it's already, it's been established for years now that Robert Mark came in, the producer and the writer for Karate Kid. The film was basically the story of his life and his experience with martial arts. So, yeah. Has nothing to do with Karate Kid and Eagle Shadow. Have nothing to do with each other. It's just, it's just like similarities. Yeah, it's just cool. It's just coincidence. It's just unintentional similarities here. But um, anyway, yeah, in Mister Miyagi fashion, we meet Pai Chong Tian, and he is catching mosquitoes with his hands, not chopsticks. You know, he this time he's using his hands, and um, and he's also sleeping on a rope. This like really slim rope, just suspended between these. Or like tied between these two poles, and he's just kind of sleeping on it. Um, but anyway, yeah, he gets thrown out of the inn because he hasn't paid. And we get a really funny fight sequence. He's a uh, uh, Pai Chong Tian's using uh, a bowl and chopsticks, really big, thick, long chopsticks. <laughs> and 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 it's a great sequence. You know, he uh, he like he shoves the chopsticks in this one dude's nose and just like throws him over and. Um, knocks this one dude's teeth out like he knocks a few of his teeth out um and he and he had a another thing to remember is that he has a he has a, a snake with him like a little snake and i hate snakes so imagine how i felt watching this i do not <laughs> like snakes um it, it's a childhood experience but anyway yeah i don't like i don't like snakes and you see a lot of or not a lot you see a couple of live snakes in this and it's just ugh. <laughs> it makes me cringe but um but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, after Pai Chong Tian fights off these guys trying to kick him out of the end, he runs off, and we meet another Eagle Claw uh, master named Su Chen. Um, Su Chen, um, he, uh, he sees this whole, this whole incident go down, and he sees Pai Chong Tian run off. He doesn't realize that's him, though. And the guys who were, who were chasing after him, they mentioned to Su Chen that he had a snake with him. And he's like, oh, that must, and Su Chen's like, oh, shit, that must be him then. And so he chases after him, but we cut away to meet our hero, uh, Jackie Chan's character, whose, uh, his character's name is Chin Fu. Uh, 
Uh, Chien Fu is basically the janitor of a Kung Fu school called the Hung Tai School. And uh, uh, Chien Fu, he's an orphan, so he lives in the school. He was, he was, uh, he was raised by the school's uh, uh, master. And um, here we see he's cleaning the floors while all the other students are actually learning Kung Fu. And you see that he, he likes watching them and he tries to copy the moves because he wants to, he wants to learn too, but it, it doesn't, it does, that doesn't happen because everybody just picks on him and beats him up. Even the assistant instructors, one of them who is named, uh, uh, Lee, Sifu Lee, um, uh, uh, Sifu Lee, who's played by Dean Sheck, which rest in peace, he was the he was the clown prince of kung fu comedy, and we, uh, you know, we definitely miss a guy of his talent. And um, and uh, anyway, uh, Sifu Lee, uh, he he like goes out of his way to make Chien Fu's life a living hell, like because <laughs> he's all he's always he's always just like dirtying the floors up while he while Chien Fu's trying to clean it. And, you know, he's always hitting him and, you know, just making fun of him and stuff like that. And, um, but we also see here, um, so the real master of the Hung Tai School, which is, uh, which he's Sifu Hung is what they call him in the film. Uh, Sifu Hung, he's out of town. He is, uh, he's at this martial arts tournament and he is, he is judging this tournament, you know, so he's serving as one of the judges. So he's away. Sifu Lee is the assistant instructor and there's another assistant instructor and we uh, we 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 see immediately that these two assistant instructors, Sifu Lee and this other guy, they have no idea what they're doing. They are not good fighters or martial artists. You can tell that they're just kind of they're just taking advantage of the fact that that he's gone. the master's out of town. Yeah, so now they can take charge. Yeah, but but you also see that these guys really don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. Not they're, at they're, all. they're just kind of pantomiming the martial arts moves, and um. And they demonstrate their moves on Chien Fu. He's he's the punching bag. But you also see like a like they'll tell like Sifu Li. He'll tell Chien Fu. He'll be like, uh, okay, hit me. And Chien Fu will throw up. He'll like throw a punch. But he'll be like, no, not with that arm. With that arm. You know, like that. Like that's how you know right there. You know, he doesn't really know what he's doing. And if he does, he needs the person to do what they're doing a very specific way for him to show. Like here's how you do it, but you know that's that's how you know that this guy's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, and so um um anyway uh so yeah they beat up Chien Fu all the time and after this incident of them demonstrating moves on him, Chien Fu he's very upset. He runs into he runs like to this this like backyard area of the school where which is where his bedroom is. That's where he sleeps. We also meet the cook of the school and he is the only person who's nice to Chien Fu, you know? And, uh, cause, cause you see, you see him like try to like whenever Chien Fu is like really upset, you see him try to talk to him and be nice to him. He's like, Hey, you want me? He, he's like, uh, Chien Fu's all beat up and he's like, you, you need some medicine. Is there anything I can do for you? Um, but, uh, but yeah, Cook's the only one who's nice to him. So anyway, we cut over to another school. The Hung Tai school was rival, the Wong Wai school. The Wong Wai School, they have they have a they have a visitor. It's the town magistrate, which is basically a mayor. The town magistrate is there with his son, who is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, just this this really this really like bumbling idiot. And um <laughs> and uh the magistrate's son, he wants to learn kung fu. So the magistrate is taking him around to all the different schools, like, hey, yeah, can you teach my son? And so um 
And so the son, again, who's a moron, um, he's like asking the Wong Wai uh, teacher, the Wong Wai school teacher, um, if he teaches their students to break bricks. He's like, I've seen, he's like, I've seen people break like seven bricks. It's really cool. Like, can you guys do that? And so, and so they get, um, they get one of their students like, hey, show them how we break bricks. And so <laughs> the, the guy, he goes to break a brick. But the, the magistrate's son, he stops him and he goes, wait. And he, like, stacks two more bricks. And these are really thick bricks. Excuse me. And um, it's a really thick bricks. He was he was going to break just one. But he stacks, like, two more. He's like, here, try that. And so the guy, he does it. He manages to break all three bricks. But then he walks away and his hand is, like, really swollen. Like, on, on the side of it where he chopped it. His hand is, like, incredibly swollen. And when the magistrate's son sees what the bricks did to his hand, the son's like, oh, okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to train here. Because <laughs> he sees what the bricks did. He's like, you don't want that to happen to him. Like, what did you expect? Like, <laughs> of course, yeah. you're like, he stacked two of them on top of whatever. Okay, you know, some people can do it. You know, they... Whatever, but like there are if, if there are not, tournaments where if you're not meant to break those, of course your hand's gonna be swollen. But he's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to learn here. Like, but you, you stacked them yourself. You saw what. Yeah, what you think would happen? <laughs> but but it's it's funny because you know you watch like you watch like karate tournaments and stuff like that. You see those guys break. Yeah, like like nine, nine of them, yeah. like nine breaks. It's crazy, but um. But anyway, yeah. So the magistrate's son, he decides he doesn't want to train at this school, you know, and so, and so, um, and so, they, and so they leave to, uh, you know, to find a different school. But um, as they're leaving, the the Wong Wai school's teacher, he's chasing after them. He's like, "Oh, come on, you know, like, like, like it's it, it'll be fine. Like, please, like, please, like, please enroll your son here." And then the other thing is. It's not the fact that he actually successfully broke the bricks. What freaked him out was the way his hand was after he broke the bricks. But you're only supposed to watch how successful you were at breaking the bricks. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I I think that goes, I just think that goes to show what the magistrate's son is like, though. He sees stuff like that and he thinks it's cool. Yeah. But then when he sees what it would actually do to he the person, hurt. yeah, then he's like, "Oh, never mind," you know, because <laughs> like this, he's he's just a wimp. But um, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, while the Wong Wai School's teacher is chasing after the magistrate and his son, trying to get them to reconsider, he sees Pai Chong Tian sleeping outside his door, and so and so they think he's just this 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 homeless guy, and so he. And so they decide they're going to beat him up because, you know, they, they just kind of blame him. Like, you're the reason, you're the reason my school lost face, you know? So they, so they decide to beat up, to beat up Pai Chong Tian and he's, and he's actually defending himself pretty well. Cause you know, again, he's the snake, he's a snake fist master, you know, they can't, they got nothing on him. But, um, while they're fighting, Chien Fu happens to be walking by and he sees, uh, and he sees what the, he sees the Wong Wei students beating or fighting Pi. They're not beating him up, but they see him fighting. And so he runs in to help Pi. And um and uh they recognize Chin Fu from the Hong Tai school. And so like, oh he's from our rival school. Let's beat him up too. So so we get a fight scene where Chin Fu, again, at this point he doesn't know how to fight. But Pai Chong Tian is helping him and Chin Fu doesn't even realize it. Like he's got a bamboo staff, excuse me, and uh and and Pi is kind of just like controlling his movements. He'll like do something like like 
like like push the stab and and Jackie will or Chien Fu, sorry. I always say Jackie. <laughs> I feel like Chris oh, well. I feel like Chris Tucker in the rush hour gags, like whenever he accidentally calls him Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> but um his name is Lee, goddammit. But um <laughs> But, uh, so, uh, but yeah, he'll like do something. He'll, he'll like, he'll like, like, like smack the, the pole and Chan Fu will hit the guy and not even realize it. There's a really funny moment where he pulls Chan Fu's shorts down and he bends down to pull them back up and this dude just dives right over him. <laughs> like that, that was perfect timing right there. <laughs> like he knew this dude was charging at him. If you just make him lean forward, he'll just dive right over him. So, um... So uh anyway um uh while the while this while this whole scuffle is happening we also meet another important character Roy Horan's character who is a missionary he's a traveling priest and <laughs> this guy is great he he sees them fighting and he runs over there he's like oh no please in the name of god stop fighting <laughs> i praise jesus and <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, the Wong Wise uh, School's teacher, he slaps him across the face, and then he's like, "You're a sinner." <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, You're a sinner. It's like Jesus, help him. He's a sinner. But, but he's the one going around like pestering people. Like. That's what they do. That's like that. that that's kind of that's like a, a missionary's job, basically. But um, uh, uh, another siren. <laughs> There's a siren going by the by the apartment. We don't uh, know. Fire truck, ambulance, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, while the missionary is kind of distracting the Wong Wai students, Chien Fu and Pai Chong Tian, they take off. Chien Fu takes Pai to uh to the Hong Tai school. And um here we meet or, or we uh we kind of establish two very important things. You're gonna want to remember these two things. First, we meet Chien Fu's cat. He has a pet cat. And um and uh, so Chin Fu and Pai, they're getting acquainted and they're fixing to drink some tea. Um, but you know, Chin Fu he, he goes he goes and he gives he gives Pai some tea and he gets some tea for himself. Um, but uh, Pai Chong Tian he doesn't like hot tea, you know, because at first he doesn't want to drink the tea because it's hot. He doesn't like hot tea. So remember that that's really important here. Um, so anyway. Um, uh, the Hong Tai School, they get a special guest as well. The town magistrate. <laughs> With his son. Yeah, him and his son. They are now at the Hong Tai School trying to enroll his son there. And, um, and so, um, and so, uh, Sifu Lee, um, he's like being a real kiss up, you know, to, to the town magistrate, you know, so he's like, your son is perfect for this school. Like we'll teach him how to teach him how to be the best fighter in town, that sort of thing. And so, um, he calls Chien Fu in as well as another student and he makes the student beat Chien Fu up and he tells Chien Fu, like he tells him like, uh, not not to defend himself. He's like, you know, he, he you better lose. Yeah. He's, he's like, you better, <laughs> you better let him. You better let this guy beat you, or you're you're like you're gonna get it later. And Chifu, he does try to defend himself. He actually hits the student, but then the student's like, "Hey, you better watch it." And then he just gets beat up some more. And um, and uh, but anyway, yeah. So the student he beats up Chifu, and uh, and the magistrate's son decides like that was great. I want to learn here. Like I want to I want to study here. Um, and so and so yeah, the magistrate he enrolls his son at the Hong Tai School. And uh, Chien Fu, he 
he walks up back to the the backyard where Pai Chong Tian is, and Pai Chong Tian sees that he's all beat up. He's got bruises on his face, and um, and uh, the and uh, Chin Fu he he gets upset, goes into his his room, and the cook tells Pai that the that the assistant instructors and the students are always beating him up, and so um. Pai Chong Tian feels bad for him, and so he decides to teach Qian Fu how to defend himself. First off, we get a really cool sequence where Qian Fu is holding a bowl, and he tells, um, <laughs> he tells Qian Fu, try to take this bowl from me. And it's a really great sequence, you know, because we, we see he just keeps trying to take it, and Pai is, is like, doing all these crazy jumps and flips and just, just keeping him from grabbing the bowl. And <laughs> it was, what was really funny last night when we were watching this, Amber made a Snake Eyes reference. I really I had to. I really <laughs> thought we weren't going to talk about Snake Eyes ever again, but she had to because in Snake Eyes they had the whole bowl fighting sequence. And I just looked and at it, him. And it ends with him being like, hey, can I have your bowl? <laughs> I just looked it's at so... him and I was like, can I please have that bowl, sir? Yeah, oh, okay, here you go. Like, you pass the test. You pass the test. Oh, I had to. It was a, per- it was a perfect moment. Yeah, I really thought we were past that, though. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, anyway, so uh Pi, he he's uh he tries to get Chan Fu to take the bowl from him and Chan Fu can't do it, of course. And the next day, um Chan Fu wakes up and Pi is gone. But Pi leaves a note for him and he tells him, you know, I don't remember everything he said, but it, he was he was he was leaving him instructions. And then Ch- uh, Chin Fu goes outside and he sees footprints on the ground. Something about a turn and a flip and yeah, something else. Yeah, <laughs> like it, instru- yeah, instructions. That's what. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like instructions. And he and he goes outside and he sees all these footprints. And Chin Fu realizes, oh, he's trying to teach me all the stuff he did yesterday with the bowl. And so we get a really cool sequence again of Jackie just learning Jackie. Anyway, they know who you're <laughs> I'm going to keep about. saying it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we get a really cool sequence of, of Jackie doing like just kind of following the footprints and learning how to jump and like dodge and spin around. And we see him like do that really. I always love when Jackie does the thing where he he gets on the ground like he's fixing to do a push up and then just kind of hops around. I love that. That's like really impressive. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Um. But um, but yeah. So he learns um, so so he he practices that and he learns all these evasive maneuvers and that way you know maybe he can come he can prevent the students and the and the the teachers from beating him up all the time. Um, and meanwhile, we cut over to Pai Chong Tian. He is wandering around town. He's trying to find Chao Chi Chi, who is the other Snake Fist Master, like the 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 other last one. And so he's he's going down this alley. And, um, and then, uh, quite coincidentally, the missionary shows up as well. And, and so, uh, Pai Chong Tian, he just starts knocking on the doors, begging for money. He's like, he's like, please, I'm just a poor old man. Like, like, can you spare some change? And then the missionary, he's knocking on doors being like, you know, he's like, open up and I'll, I'll save you. Jesus, like Jesus is, is here. He has sent me to save all the sinners and, and, um, and it's funny because he knocks on this one door and the lady opens it and he's like saying, he's like a, he's like saying you're a sinner and uh, <laughs> like give, give yourself to Jesus and he will save you, and um, and she like beats the shit out of him. She's like smacking him around and everything, and she's like calling me a sinner. Get the hell out of here! And then he goes and knocks on another door and the door uh, or the door that he's knocking on it's to a uh, 
We'll say a love hotel. <laughs> yeah, a little love hotel. The woman's like, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you're here. It's like you're here for fun. You're here for joy. I got, I got some joy for you. And then all these girls come out. They're like trying to pull them in, and um, <laughs> and anyway, Pai Chong Tian, he goes into this other, this other house because he sees a snake like on the doorway, and he's like, oh, this is it. This must be, this must be Chao Chi Chi's house. So he goes in, and Chao Chi Chi is gone. There's nobody there. Um. Oh, that's not true. There is somebody there, and it's Su Chen, the other Eagle Claw, the Eagle Claw Master who was looking for him. Um, so Su Chen and Pai Chong Tian they fight, but then the missionary shows up and he attacks Pai Chong Tian as well. He stabs him, and it's funny. He whenever he whenever he jumps in there, he's holding a cross, but then a little blade comes out the end of it, and he stabs him. Like that's clever. I like that. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, Pai Chong Tian, he's fighting off the missionary, he's fighting off Su Chen, he gets stabbed in the shoulder, but he is able to, he's able to, he's able to, like, jump over the wall and escape, and, um, and then, like, later that night, we see that, um, like, uh, Su Chen and the missionary, they are visited by Shang Quan, the, uh, the, the main Claw Master, um, he shows up, and he also has a masked man with him, a very mysterious masked man. And, you know, we'll find out more about him later, but they meet up, and Su Chen tells him, he's like, Pai Chong Tian was here, he was looking for Chao Chi Chi. Um, we, we, tried to, we tried to kill him, but he got away. And so they're like, okay, well, let's, let's go find him, and let's go find the other, the other master, Chao Chi Chi. And anyway, um, so back at... Uh, Back at the Hung Tai School, um, the town magistrate comes back and he sees his son has been practicing, and so, and so, uh, Sifu Lee he tells the magistrate he's he's like here we'll do a little demonstration show show how good your son has got, and so he gets he gets Chin Fu again to uh, to fight the town magistrate's son, and the son he hits him a couple of times, but then Chin Fu decides to start using all those moves that Pai Chong Tian taught him, and so. And he basically, he just keeps dodging and moving out of the way, and um, to where the town magistrate's son just starts falling everywhere, and and he fall, and he ends up like accidentally tackling his own father, and and the town magistrate is like, he he like looks at Steve Lee, he's like, how dare you make a fool out of me and my son? He's like, we're he's like, let's let's go, we're gonna like we're gonna go back to that other school, and so um, and so uh. Sifu Lee, very angry, of course, and so he beats up Chien Fu, and Chien Fu runs away. Like, he, he decides he's fed up, he runs away. And so he runs into, uh, he just runs as far as he can. He ends up in the woods, and, um, and uh, while he's running into the woods, he runs into Pai Chong Tin, who is, again, wounded. He got stabbed in the shoulder. He finds him, asks him what happened, and he said he was ambushed. And um, and Shen Fu tries to bring him back to the town, but uh, Pai tells him he's he's like, no, we can't go back to the town. Like, you, we need to hide somewhere where nobody can find us. And so he takes him to this just abandoned house somewhere in the woods, and um, and he nurses him back to health. And um, after Pai is recovered and everything, he he decides to teach Shen Fu snake fist kung fu because. You know, he realizes that he nearly died. And he'd have nobody to leave his yeah. 
legacy to. Yeah, he realized that he nearly died, and and, and you know, and, and the whole point here is that the the Eagle Claw guys are trying to wipe out the Snake Fist style, and he needs to ensure that the Snake Fist style lives on. So he decides to teach Shampoo Snake Fist, and um, but he also he also has uh three um, uh, let's. <laughs> Uh, what's what do they call it? Three three rules basically. Um, I was trying to think of something. Three conditions. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's he, he's gonna teach him snake fist, but he has three conditions. First, Pi tells Chinfu, "Don't call me master." And he's and and he says he says because we're friends. You know, I'm I'm not your master. I'm your friend. And he also tells him, "Never show you no kung fu unless it's absolutely necessary." And then the third and final rule is, if you see me getting in a fight, don't help me. And and that's it. And then we get, you know, the always classic Jack Chan training sequence. So we see we see Pai Chong Tian teaching Jackie, uh, <laughs> or Chan Fu, teaching him Snake Fist Kung Fu, doing a lot of really cool training sequences. And there are actually sequences... Or moments in this training sequence where where like it was replicated in other things like Tekken three, and uh in Lei Wu Long's uh, uh Lei Wu Long's ending in Tekken three, he does a couple of the things that Chen Fu does here like the like the eggs remember like the eggs are on the poles and he's trying to he has to like take them you know oh okay yeah if you if you watch Lei Wu Long's ending in Tekken three he does that same thing he does the thing with the bowl like he, like he fills the bowl with water and he has to he has to like move his hands like under yeah, the bowl like yeah. that without spilling it that sort of thing they replicated that in Tekken three I thought that was that was really cool yeah and um and so anyway um yeah after after the training um Chien Fu he goes back to the Hung Tai school and uh this particular one particular day he is cleaning the floors again and um <laughs> uh Sifu Li sees him cleaning the floors, and he decides he's going to mess with them and try to dirty up the floors again while he's cleaning them. And, and what he does is he does it at the beginning of the movie, like I mentioned, but he, like, steps on this, uh... It's like some powder yeah, or something. Yeah, some, some sort of powder and leaves footprints, and he makes Chien Fu follow him and clean it up. Um, so he tries to do it here, but Chien Fu keeps stopping him. He, like, throws rags under his feet to where he doesn't step on the floor. He steps on the rag, and he almost makes him fall into the into the like the bucket of water it's a really big bucket but he always makes him like fall into that and he's like <laughs> he keeps telling Sifu Lee he's like he's like uh, he's saying you need to be more careful he's <laughs> like you're like you're falling and tripping all over the place and Sifu Lee is like I'm always careful idiot <laughs> what are you talking about and so um and so after that really funny floor cleaning sequence um the Wong Wai school teacher he shows up he's doing a little a little school storm in here and he has a um he has a praying mantis kung fu master with him the praying this praying mantis guy um he just won the um he just won a tournament championship which is the tournament that the actual hung tai sifu sifu hung um that's the tournament that he was out judging you know so this guy is the champion of that tournament uh he shows up and um he challenges Sifu Lee and the other assistant instructor to a fight. And it's funny. You know, like because again, these two guys, they don't know what they're doing. They're just they're they're just 
copying or, or like very badly copying moves that they've seen. And um and the praying mantis guy, he he roughs them up and um all the hung uh hung tie students, they're they 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 realize, hey, these two guys are full of shit. Let's go to the Wong Wai school. So you know they all they all they all uh, <coughs> uh migrate to the uh <laughs> to to the Wong Wai school because they they think, hey, this guy's really good. Let's have him teach us because these two were idiots. <laughs> and so um and so uh, they all leave for the Wong Wai school. Um, but then Sifu Hung comes back, like the real teacher of the Hung Tai school. He comes back and he sees that his school is completely empty. The only person there is Chien Fu. And Chien Fu is, of course, cleaning the school up. And, um, and, and uh, Chien Fu sees that, sees that it's Sifu Hung. And um, he, tells him, he tells him what happened. He's like, hey, the Wong Wai school guys came. They had this praying mantis dude. And he... He like he beat everybody up and and you know they just all left to go to that school. So Chin Fu and Sifu Hung, they go to the Wang Wai school and Sifu Hung challenges them to a fight for his to to get his students back. And he first he fights the guy who had broken the bricks earlier, <laughs> the one who broke his hand on the bricks. He fights him and he beats him, but then the praying mantis guy comes out and they fight. And the praying mantis guy he 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 beats uh he beats Sifu Hung up pretty bad, which I thought was interesting, cause um cause you know Sifu Hung he's supposed to be like this really really popular master and he went to judge this tournament that guy won the tournament but like you you probably wouldn't think he's better than Sifu Hung right. I thought that was really interesting, but um but anyway yeah Sifu Hung he gets beat up pretty bad by the praying mantis guy and. Chien Fu, he remembers Pai Chong Tian telling him, you know, never show Kung Fu unless it's absolutely necessary. And he sees that this guy's in trouble. He's getting beat up. So he jumps in there to defend him. And so, and so, uh, Chien Fu, he shows off his, his new snake fist style skills and him and the Prey Mantis guy fight and Chien Fu actually beats him. And, uh, and after Chien Fu beats him, all the Hung Tai students, they're like, hey, that was great. Let's go back to the Hung Tai school. Like, <laughs> Chien Fu can teach us, can teach us all that. And so, yeah, they all leave. But uh, Shane Kwan happens to see this happen. He was just walking by, and he saw the fight going on, and he noticed Chien Fu was using Snake Fist Kung Fu. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. So, and so he... um and so uh, he follows uh, he follows Chien Fu um, to uh, actually no first Chien Fu goes back to the Hung Tai school and Pai Chong Tian has left him a note saying uh, like hey uh, I had to go out of town on business I'll be back in a few days but don't tell anybody that I don't tell anybody that I left. Um, uh, you know that sort of thing, and so Chien Fu he runs back to that that abandoned house in the woods where he was, you know, where where they were staying before, and um, and he sees that that Pai is really gone, and then Shang Quan shows up. He had followed him there, and Shang Quan at first he poses as a friend of Pai Chong Tian's and shows that he shows that he knows Snake Fist Kung Fu as well. He shows off a couple of moves, and he's like, "See, I I, I practice Snake Fist too." Where where uh. Uh, your master's an old friend of mine. And so, um, and so, uh, Chen Fu and Shang Quan, they have a, they have a bit of a friendly sparring session. And, um, 
and, and Chin Fu, he he's obviously gotten very good at Snake Fist Kung Fu, but he is not not so good that he can stand up to Shane Kwan because Shane Kwan is obviously much better. Right. So um so so they have they have a bit of a sparring session and it's great too. It's a very long sequence. I really like this fight scene. Um and uh and uh Chien Fu, he notices that Shang Quan is not using Snake Fist. Like he shows him those moves like whenever they first met, but then whenever they fight, Shang Quan's using Eagle Claw. But Chien Fu doesn't know what that is. You know, he just knows his moves are different. And he asks him, he says he says, you, you said you practice snake fist, but your moves are so different from mine. And and uh, Shane Kwan just says, um, you, you still have a lot to learn. Like, the, like that's, that's... Doesn't want to give himself yeah, away. Yeah, he, he's like, he said, you just, he said, you haven't learned everything yet. Like, that's, like, that. that's why, you know, eventually you'll be as good as me. And so he asks, uh, he asks Chen Fu, he says, he says, where's your master? And, and Chen Fu, he says, he's gone out of town. And, um... And uh, Shen Kwan, he, tell, he tells Shen Fu, he says, well, when he gets back, come and find me and let me know. But don't tell him that I'm looking for him because I haven't seen him in a long time and I want to surprise him. And so, um, and so. Uh, it's a trap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a trap. So, um, so uh, Chen Fu, he goes back to the Hung Tai school and uh, he sees that his cat is about to get in a fight with a cobra. <laughs> what? Ugh. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. So, a a bit of an elaboration on this scene. Um, th- this scene is highly controversial, rightfully so, because it's a cat and a cobra fighting. That's animal cruelty, and I won't dive into that because that's not what we're about here. But I will say that this is a. That this was a very controversial scene. There are many versions of this film where it was cut out completely, and there are versions where it's not. I've actually seen the version, the, the version of Snake and Eagle's Shadow, where the fight scene was not cut out. I've seen the whole thing, and it's it's not pretty. It's really unpleasant to watch. You know, the cat didn't look like he got hurt or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure the snake probably died. I don't know. <laughs> more than more I don't. Than that, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's kind of what bothers me about it is I just I just don't know. But um. But anyway, we watched the um, we watched the Blu-ray from '88 Films last night. Whenever we were watching this film, and that uh that whole thing is cut out. We see the, we see the cat and the cobra facing each other. And we see a couple of shots of the cat, like, swatting and meowing really loudly. You know, that sort of thing. But you never see, like, the hit. Yeah. It always, like, cuts away. And then the snake just drops. Yeah. The snake yeah. just, yeah, the snake just drops dead. And after the, um, after the cat kills the snake, the, uh, Chien Fu, he realizes that, um, that he could... He could learn something from this, and so he combines a snake fist with this uh, this like cat like fighting style he creates, and he calls it cat's claw. And um, I and I, I will say, as cool as it looks, it's kind of annoying because every time he like the when, whenever cat he, yells, <laughs> whenever oh. he 
whenever he like starts jumping up or like doing like a doing like an arch like cats do like like that back arch it plays like this really annoying cat all meowing you, all you hear is like <laughs> oh yeah. my god it is and it's, that was really annoying i'm not gonna lie it's every single time mm-hmm. he either jumps or like makes a move it, yeah. it, it, it's the same sound. It's nothing different. It's the same meow mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, that that was that was annoying, but but it, it doesn't. You know, it, of course, it doesn't ruin the experience. But um, but anyway, yeah. So Shinfu he creates his cat claw style, and um, and then we cut back over to Pai Chong Tian. He is traveling around, and he finds Chow Chi Chi dead, hanging from a tree. And um, and then he's ambushed again by Su Chen. Su Chen throws a knife at him, and uh, and Pai, it seems it looks like it hits him, and he just falls to the ground. But then he stands back up, and it didn't hit him. It hit his pipe because he has a, a Pai Chong Tian carries a pipe with him, and the knife hit the pipe, and so it saved him. And so um, and so Pai Chong Tian and Su Chen fight, and Pai kills him. So finally got rid of that guy. And so um and so he heads back to uh to the Hung Tai school where where uh, Chien is. And uh uh Pai and Chien Fu they're uh they're just talking about um like about, you know, Pai was like telling him where he went and Chien Fu's like telling him that that, you know, I like I've been practicing, and and I beat I beat this uh, I beat this praying mantis guy up, and so um, uh, the cook, the cook shows up, and he asks Chin Fu and Pai Chong Tin if they want some tea, and they say yes. He goes to get their tea, but then we see he slips a little bit of poison into the tea, and it turns out that um, in in the ring he 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 uh, it came out of his ring. The ring he was wearing had an eagle on it. And the, and so we learn right there the cook is the the man in the mask that we saw earlier like that that he was talking with Su Su Chen and the missionary in Shangquan he was he was the mystery masked man and um and so he puts tea in uh or not tea he puts poison in the tea <laughs> he put tea in the poison <laughs> <laughs> same difference uh, yeah and so he puts poison in the tea and he 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 gives it to Chien Fu and and uh, Chien Fu notices that it's hot remember that <laughs> and so um and so uh um uh uh chin fu he tell he tells uh pai chong Yin, he says he says hey uh while you were away an old friend of yours came by and said he was looking for you and um and uh pai asks him well, who who was who was it and chin fu doesn't tell him he he says he's like uh he's like what well, uh he says actually Wait right here. I'll be right back. And so he gets up and leaves. Right as he's walking out of the school, Shane Quan shows up, and um, and Chin Fu's like, like, oh hey, there you are. And he's he says, uh, he says my master's back. Let's he's he's back here. Let's go. And um, and so they're walking back there, and 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 uh, Shane Quan, he's like, you could you could see it in his eyes, and he's like got the eagle claw thing in his hand going on. He's ready to just kill this dude. <laughs> and and so they walk to the backyard of the school, and. Pai Chong Tian is gone. And uh and so they're looking around trying to see where he went. And Shane Kwan just looks at the wall and he knows that 
that's how Pi got away. He climbed the wall and went over. And so he and so he climbs the wall and chases after him. And we get another really funny moment. I love this part. Um, uh, when Chien Fu, he sees Shang Quan go over the wall. He's like, hey, wait for me. And he tries to climb up the wall, but he just kind of scurries. or uh, Kind of like a dog. You know, like when a dog tries to climb something and their paws just kind of mm -hmm. scratch it and they just fall down. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Uh, it was so funny. And when he realized he can't climb the wall, he just runs and grabs a ladder and he climbs He climbs the ladder and goes over the wall. And so Shen Quan is chasing after Pai and Shen Fu is trying to catch up with them. But then he gets ambushed by the missionary. And the missionary has a sword. He just jumps out of nowhere and he cuts Shen Fu on the arm. And we learn that uh, the missionary tells him, he, he says... Uh, he says, I'm not really a missionary. He was bad all along. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he says, I'm not really a missionary. I'm from Russia, and I'm in the the uh, the Eagle Claw school is hiring me to help them take out the Snake Fist school. And uh and a little side note, whenever he jumped in and cut Chin Fu on the arm, like whenever Roy Horan cut Jackie's arm, that was real. Like Jackie really got cut on the arm, and so like that that whole shot of him getting cut, and then he's, like, screaming in pain. That was real. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. The sword was supposed to... It was supposed to be a blunt sword, but I, I don't know if the sword was real or if it was if it was fake, but he just got cut anyway. I don't really know what happened there. But um, but what we do know is that... Is that, like, that, that cut and then Jackie's reaction, that was all 100% real. And so... Um, and so they... And so... Uh, uh, Shen Fu and the missionary. I'm just gonna keep calling him that, <laughs> but he's fixing to die anyway. It doesn't matter. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Shen Fu and the missionary they fight, and and there's there's some good comedy there. Like Shen uh, Fu loses his his shoe because uh you know the missionary he like cuts cuts his shoe, but he does it like at the bottom, like where the the sole is. Like cut the sole off. <laughs> yeah, and there's a hole. In Jackie's sock and Chin or Chin Fu's sock and Chin Fu's like he's like oh now I'm gonna need new socks and um and so um and so uh, Chin Fu he's able to disarm uh yeah he continues the uh, Chin Fu continues the rest of the movie with just one shoe <laughs> and a big hole in his sock so um so he disarms the missionary and um and uh and he kills him and the most hilarious death. In the history of hilarious deaths, <laughs> this death is so funny. I love it. It's one of my favorite deaths. I have I have two or not favorite deaths, favorite funny deaths, because there are there are there are plenty of movies out there where a character dies and it's not funny. But this is this is really funny. So so my two favorite funny deaths are this one and Big Trouble in Little China when Carter Wong's character blows up. <laughs> That's amazing. But this is one of my favorites right here. I love this. I love this. So Chien Fu, he jumps onto the missionary and then like, I guess does this grip thing on his head, like the sides of his head. And, and the missionary is just like screaming. And, uh, and then Chien Fu, he jumps off and then he kills him by like striking him in the groin and the missionary just like lets out this really crazy scream and then he just crumbles and screams at the same time and then just dies. 
Like, how was that possible? <laughs> that was amazing. Roy Horan sold that so well. I miss him. Rest in peace, Roy Horan. He was he was great. He was really great. I miss him. And uh, he he was in Tower of Death too. I didn't mention that with, with Wong mm-hmm. Jong Lee. That they had worked together before, and he was uh, he was in that film as well. But um, but yeah, I, I miss him. He was he was a, a a good, a really great talent, and uh, and yeah, he just sold this death very well. <laughs> I loved it. It was so great. So um, anyway, uh. Yeah, Chen Fu, he beats the missionary. We cut back over to Shane Kwan. He is caught up with Pai Chong Tian, and they fight. And um, and uh, Pai Chong Tian, he's fixing to die. Like uh, Shane Kwan has already has beaten him up pretty bad, and he's fix and he's fixing to deliver the killing blow. But then Chen Fu shows up, and he's and he saves Pai Chong uh, Pai Chong Tian, and um, and so Chen Fu. He fights. He fights. Uh, he fights Shane Kwan, and we get another pretty crazy moment. Shen Fu loses a tooth. That was real too. Jackie really lost a tooth right there. Damn. <laughs> and so yeah, like the, he and he's got that big gap in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that that was real too. I don't. I don't know what happened there. I, I'm sure they probably just gave him like a just put like a a fake one in there afterwards and or maybe, something. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know if they like had to find the tooth and put it back in or something, but. But uh, yeah, he actually uh, he really lost a tooth, and so there's a pretty good chance that's a fake tooth. Uh, well, more than likely, yeah. Jackie's probably lost many teeth though. He's like broken every bone there is to break, and so he's probably lost teeth several times. He was probably eventually be used to it at this point. Yeah. So um, so yeah, Jackie. Or, <laughs> I did it It's again. okay. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. His name is Lee, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> and so, uh, um, or in this instance, his name is Chin Fu, goddammit. <laughs> so, um, so Chin Fu, he beats Shane Kwan. Um, and, uh, oh, by the way, there was another thing that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, uh, Shane Kwan, he picked up a rock. I'm using air quotes when I say rock at one point. He picks up he picks up a rock and Chin Fu he he he's like uh he asks him, he's like, Do you really need a rock? And then Shang Kwan, he crushes it. It clearly wasn't a rock though. It was just a big clump of dirt. I don't know what they call what do they call those? Like there's a name for those, like a like a I don't know. But it's just like a big clump of dirt. And you know Like a mound? I don't know. No, a mound's like yeah. the, no, it's it's, it's, it's just like it's just like a clump of dirt and he and you know, from a distance, it can kind of look like a rock, but he just crushed it. But I, I could just tell, you know, like, that's clearly not a rock. But it's a it, that's neither here or there. But um, but uh, Chien Fu, he uh, he he kills Shang Quan, and um, and then the cook sh- the cook comes back. Remember, the cook was the masked man with the eagle claw guys. Chien Fu and Pai Chong Tian don't know that though, not yet at least. But so he shows up, and he uh, and he and he uh tries to, he tries to stab, uh Chien Fu, but then uh Pai Chong Tian he stops him, and um, and then uh, and and then that that's when they realize that you know he's not who he says he is, and then he he says yeah I'm from the Eagle Claw School as well, and um. And, uh, but the, but, uh, the cook, he says, 
says, "Oh, it doesn't matter. That tea I gave you earlier was uh was poison, so you'll be you'll be dead any minute now." And <laughs> and Pai Chong Tian and Chin Fu, they're like, they 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 just like start to crumble. They're faking it. They're they're just like, "Oh God, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm sick. I'm poisoned. No." And and so they. And so they're, they're like crumbling and pretending to die. And the cook's actually buying it. I don't know how he would buy that. If it was me and they were doing that, I'd be like, you're faking. Something's that's, wrong. That's fake. <laughs> that is fake. But um, it, it's suspension it's of disbelief. It's a movie. So um, so um, uh, while the cook is just laughing maniacally, um, they uh, they they kind of use that distraction to kill the cook. And they kill him by... <laughs> so... So, Chien Fu, he, he, like, strikes him in the head, and then, um, like, with that, that, that snake, uh, that, like, snake hand strike, he strikes him in the head, and the cook falls down, and he's, like, and he's, like, how, how could this be? And then, uh, he's, like, uh... Uh, he's, like, I, I poisoned your tea. And Chien Fu says, you forgot we don't like hot tea. I poured it out and I and I, I changed it. So yeah, like remember they didn't drink hot tea and, and so it's, and, he, and, and so that's why that's why they were poisoned. They never drank the tea. And the cook just realizes this and just dies. Yeah, it's like the realization killed him. Like nothing <laughs> happened. He just the truth killed him, literally. Yeah, like uh, Chien Fu, he's, he says, I changed the tea and then the cook's like, Oh He just died. <laughs> Yeah, and so, um, and so, uh, yeah, Eagle Claw, the Eagle Claw, uh, school has been wiped out, the Snake Fist style prevails, and it's gonna live on, and, um, and the movie ends with Pai and Shin Fu having a, having, like, a very quick conversation, and, uh, uh, Pai tells, um, uh, Shin Fu, um, that your style, Cat's Claw, because whenever he was fighting, um, Whenever he was fighting uh, uh, Shang Quan, Shang Quan didn't know what he was doing because when they fought earlier, he was just using snake style, and Shang Quan could easily beat him. But here, he's now using his cat claw along with snake style, and and Shang Quan he he realizes he's doing something different, and he's actually losing the fight. And and um, Chen Fu says says this is cat's claw. It's my new style, and so the movie ends with. Pai Chong Tian telling uh, Chen Fu, he says, "I don't think I like the name Cat's Claw," <laughs> and and uh, and then he says, "Is it? Let's call it Snake in the Eagle Shadow," <laughs> and then and that's it. That's 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 seen in the movie. Um, <laughs> it's a that's a that, that's a cool that's a cool way to go out. I, I like how they you know they, they they call the style the name of the movie, but um, but yeah, that is a that is Snake in the Eagle Shadow. Very entertaining. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. I loved it. It's my favorite Jackie Chan movie, and I still, I it, it always has been, and it, it probably always will be, unless I, you know, rewatch uh, one of his one of his other movies or watch one of his movies that I haven't seen yet, because there's a fair amount of films that he's done that I haven't seen yet, and um, and uh, but until then, you know, Snake and Eagle Shadow is always going to be my favorite. Um, it's uh, and and yeah, I like it over Drunken Master. Like I, I said that earlier, um, and and I don't have a problem with that movie. I both think I think they're both excellent films. It kind of boils down to a preference thing for me. This isn't this isn't a matter of which film is better, like on a filmmaking level, 
but it's just what I prefer. And I prefer this. I think Jackie's character is more likable in this. And Drunken Master, particularly Drunken Master 1, and 2, it's different. But in 1, for a majority of the movie, Jackie's character, Wong Fei Hung, is not very likable. He's kind of a tool. But but that that also that that also plays into the comedy aspect of it too because a lot of the comedy comes from Jackie's character being a tool. So it works it works at the same time but I also I also just felt that Chien Fu the the Chien Fu character is far more likable. He's very innocent and he's very naive. He's very kind-hearted. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy another Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> he's Mr. Nice Guy. Um and, and, and that 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 was that's really what makes me enjoy this film more than Drunken Master. For as great as that movie is, and how much I do enjoy Drunken Master, Jack Jackie Jackie's like difference in character here is what makes me like this movie even more. Like it's it's not uh, it's not that I think the fight scenes are better or anything like that. It, it's just it's Jackie. I think. I just I just like his character better, but um, but yeah, that's all I really have to say on the matter. That is that is Sneak in the Eagle Shadow. It is my my absolute favorite Jackie Chan film. Babe, what did you think of drunk? Of a, I almost said Drunken Master. Sneak in the Eagle Shadow. <laughs> it's very entertaining. This was my first time seeing it, and uh, I liked it. It was nice, good fight. I know I've watched it around you before, but most like 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 with other instances. That's the first time I've actually paid. You didn't attention. really pay attention. You do pay attention when we need to do the podcast, but yeah. if I'm just watching the movie, you don't really care. <laughs> it's not that I don't care. I just I just have my my own. Yeah, I'm just stuff. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She does care. I just have my own stuff going on at, at the time, but no, it's very. No, nah, man, I got got too many problems on my own. <laughs> is that how I am? No. <laughs> is that how it is for real? <laughs> No, it's a very good movie. It's it's funny. It's got great fight scenes. Mm-hmm. You should watch it if you haven't watched it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, but yeah, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining us. Um, this uh, yeah, we most certainly recommend you guys check out Sagan the Eagle Shadow if you guys haven't seen it. I don't. Um, I actually have met a couple people who haven't seen it. You know, so it's not that surprising. But it's um, it is one hundred percent worth a watch and. And it's, um, and even if it's not about Jackie, like if you want to, like if you guys want to watch a movie, if, if, it's, if it's not about Jackie, if you guys wanted to watch a movie that is something like, if you just want to look at films that you and Wu Ping has directed or films that he's done the fight choreography for, I would still recommend this film mm-hmm. because Yuen Wu Ping is, is a genius. I love that guy. He's my favorite fight choreographer. He's done so many amazing films and his fight choreography is he a lot of people have said that he's like the king of wire foo, which is true. A lot of his a lot of his truly iconic films were 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 kind of wuxia inspired and there was a lot of wire work in them. And that is true. But I think he's also shown, especially in in this century, that he can make his fight scenes brutal as well. Because he did the fight choreography for Unleashed, the Jet Li movie, and those fight scenes are crazy they are very hard hitting Jet Li beats the hell out of people like you know usually usually when you like when you think you win with ping you probably wouldn't think that kind of fight choreography but he showed in that that he can do stuff like that 
And he also did it with Once Upon a Time in Shanghai. That also has some pretty hard-hitting moments, too. So, yeah, even if you just want to watch films that Yuen Ping has directed or that he's choreographed, I would still recommend this film. But, uh, but yeah, that's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. This was episode 39. And you know what that means? Up next is episode 40. Finally, I can stop hyping it up. <laughs> Even though, yeah, but we all know you're gonna start hyping up episode fifty. Yeah, then fifty, and I'm just gonna keep doing because that'll 16. be your big halfway mark. Yeah, fifty is gonna be big though. That's that's gonna be the halfway mark. But uh, but yeah, episode forty is going to air on April thirtieth, twenty twenty two. We're gonna be talking another favorite of mine. We're gonna be talking my favorite Jet Li film, Fearless. Don't shoot me. I, <laughs> I, I, I have my reasons for it being my favorite. It's uh, it's funny. I think um. Um, in previous conversations I've had, and not with people like in, in, in the Hong Kong cinema group that I'm in on Facebook or anything like that, if I'm just having a conversation with someone who has seen some of Jet Li's work and they like his movies or they like Jet Li, and we talk about what his best movie is, nobody mentions Fearless. And I don't know why. And so, like, for a while I thought, is it a crime to like Fearless? Because I think it's amazing. Yuen Wuping did the fight choreography. It's such a great movie. But um, but just for a while, I just I remember thinking, like, is it a crime to like Fearless? Because whenever people talk about his best movie, nobody mentions Fearless. Usually people say Fist of Legend, which is an amazing movie. Don't get me wrong, that's an amazing movie as well. But um, but nobody just really talks about about Fearless. They usually say Fist of Legend or Hero. I've even heard some people say Tai Chi Master, and those are all great movies. But maybe you should ask them why. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of it's kind of strange. I just you know, in in most circles, nobody mentions Fearless, so so I don't really know if it's okay. To, maybe they forget about it. Maybe I don't know if it's okay to love that film or not, but I do love it. It's my favorite Jelly movie, and I definitely can't wait to talk about it. Um, and uh, just a quick disclaimer for you guys: whenever we talk, uh, Fearless. Um, on April 30th, we are going to be talking about the theatrical version. There's three different versions of that movie. There's the theatrical, the unrated, and the director's cut. The director's cut is great. I think it's the best version of the film. But because it's much longer and it's not as accessible as the theatrical version, we felt it was best to do the theatrical version because it's the one that everybody could easily see. That I've seen, I've I've encountered many people who have never seen the director's cut, you know. So we figured this was the safest bet to talk about the theatrical version of Fearless, and we're gonna have a very special guest with us. We're gonna have Kid calling himself. Chris is gonna be back in the studio to talk about Fearless. So yeah, join us on April thirtieth for episode forty. We're gonna talk about Jet Li's Fearless. Until then, take care, guys.